Hello, hello, beautiful So Welcome to the Unapologetically Abundant Podcast. I'm your host, Petya Kolibova, an alignment woman's coach who guides women to intuitively connect with their inner vision so they can experience personal and professional magnetism and become unapologetically abundant. My mission is to empower visionaries who are on the path to embody their fullest self-expression, to soulfully expand into a quantum leap in all dimensions of their lives. Each week, I will be offering an interview or an idea that will support you to leave behind what isn't serving you anymore and create a life filled with freedom, abundance, purpose, and even bigger impact in this world. No more hiding, no more playing it small. It's time to step up and up-level your life now. Hello, hello, beautiful soul. Welcome to this special episode of Unapologetically Abundant Podcast. I'm saying special because the guest of today, it's so aligned with his purpose, with his abundance. And I'm really excited to have Preston Smiles here today to show you and inspire you what really aligned life can look like and feel like. So Preston, welcome. Oh, let's go thank you so much blessings and blessings i appreciate uh you for many reasons uh but i want to start by saying thank you uh, for showing up thank you for doing this when it wasn't working the way your ego mind wanted it to thank you for saying yes and leaning in when you had personal stuff going on and you still showed up thank you for putting your hand up and being a beacon a a a lighthouse a vessel for other women to remember who and what they are all of that is a big deal as somebody who does this work and has been doing this work for over 10 years i don't take it lightly that you are where you are and so I'm saying thank you, not just on behalf of myself, but behalf on behalf of every woman and every little girl that's going to be touched by your huge heart and your willingness to sidestep all of the pain and all of the rejection that occurred up until this point. Mm, Preston, this doesn't happen very often. My husband would be happy about it. I'm speechless. <laughs> Thank you so much. I, I receive it. I receive it. And it's so beautiful when you're doing the work and when you can look at others and acknowledge them for who they are today, because it's so easy to look at people where they are today mm -hmm. and not seeing the journey, right? Because we look at others and we're like, well, good for you. You have a beautiful family. Good for you. You have a successful business, but it's like, okay, Hey, I haven't started my life here. Right. So it's, Correct. thank you so much. Thank you for that acknowledgement. And before we dive into today's episode, I kind of gave you a glimpse and I told you that I like starting my shows a little bit differently. Mm -hmm. So if you are open to it, Preston, I would love to take you through a very short guided meditation. Would you be open to that? Let's go for it. Beautiful. So to start, just gently close your eyes and really settle in, in your chair, finding the comfort in it, finding the grounding the ground under you and taking a slow deep breath expanding your chest feeling your heart expanding and everything around you seems like it's slowing down 
There's nothing else to do and nowhere else to be. But right here, right now, sinking with your breath, sinking with your heart. And when you're feeling relaxed and present, I would love for you to visualize the sun rising in a beautiful Macintosh in Greece. It's a beautiful sunny morning and you decided to go on a short walk while your family is still safe and sleeping, enjoying the sun rising, touching your skin, the air is caressing you. And you have such a feeling of purpose and aliveness. And you're smiling as you're looking around for the town to be rising. And as you're walking through these beautiful streets where everything is blooming and rising, you see a little kids rising and running around and laughing. And it makes you laugh too, because you can feel the joy and the innocence in them. And as they are running around, one little boy just bumps to you by accident and he looks at you with his big, big eyes. And he asks you, who are you? What is the one thing you would love him to know? Not what do you do, but who you really are. What would be your answer to him? My answer would be, I am vibration in a space. I am isness dancing. I am love. Mm, so beautiful. And I know that Greece might sound like a much better idea for right now, but if I can just bring you slowly back and gently opening your eyes, seeing everything more clearly, more vibrant. <laughs> How was your experience? Yeah, that was awesome. That was really beautiful. Um, mm. I have the, um, because I've been to this particular part of Mykonos multiple times, the moment I've actually done that, I've woken up early, mm. walked the beach while my family was still asleep and I could see it, I could feel it, I could feel the crispness, crispness of the air. I could see the beautiful blue that the um, Greek water is and all of that stuff. It was fantastic, amazing, of course. Thank you so much. That was beautiful. You're so welcome. So happy I could take you back there. I, I loved it. And I just love getting like grounded and getting into who we truly are, right? Because mm -hmm. it's so easy to have these different labels. I'm a coach mm -hmm. and I'm a trainer and I'm a father and I'm a husband and lover, mm -hmm. all of these. But when we strip all of that and come back to who we really are, it's refreshing, so I wonder, Preston, what helped you on your journey to really come back to who you really are? Mm. Yeah, that's, I mean, I could be answering that question for two years. Uh, there's so much. Uh, but the first thing that comes up in my mind is the principle of elevation requires separation. Mm. It is a reminder that... Uh, at some level, we must give up to go up or give up to grow up. And uh, 
on long this journey of, of, of walking me back to me, right? Of, of coming home to the true self, the capital S of the self. Uh, I've had to give up certain relationships, certain habits, and certain mind, mindset slash frameworks for the world. And every time I give those things up, I sacrifice them, I surrender them, I let them go and back into the nothingness from which they came. Uh, there's space, there's uh, opportunity. And I teach and remind myself and my clients often that we cannot intervene in a world that we truly cannot see. So the name of the game is awareness. Awareness proceeds choice. He slash she slash gender non-binary who has the most awareness and the willingness to risk letting go of what they know usually positions themselves to experience high levels of abundance. And as a reminder, abundance is not a number, but a state of consciousness that we could visit over and over and over again. And that state, yes, does have magnetism to it. So oftentimes when one is experiencing abundance, not because of a number or a validation from a partner or anything of that state, but uh, a different kind of abundance, a deeper kind of abundance, which is just an energetic state. Oftentimes, uh, all of the things that that person wanted when they were in their wounded ego begin to find them their way into their lives anyway. It's an interesting, interesting thing. I love that so much. And it's beautiful because it really allows us to go deeper and experience it on an energetic level because we are raised in ways to think that when we achieve something, when we have something, do something, then we will be abundant. Then we mm -hmm. will be happy, right? When I have the job, when I have that relationship, when I mm -hmm. have that money. And it's like, you know, sometimes my clients, they come to me and they're like, I want to have my own business because I want to have a freedom. I want to have clients. I want to have a money, but it's not about having that thing. Correct. Right. It's about who do you become to experience those things. So what are some things on your journey that really helped you to heal that wounded ego mm -hmm. and strip all unnecessary things in your life? Mm. Um. About nine years ago, I was studying to be a, uh, a minister in the Church of Religious Science. Um, and I was in a class called The Power of Prayer, and we were reading a book by Ernest Holmes called The Science of Mind. And in that book, uh, I read this line that transformed and just, it shocked my system. And it still does to this day. And the line in the book was to get your questions answered and your answers questioned. And for me, that was the, I mean, that literally opened the sky because everybody can type into Google, why am I so fat? Why am I so skinny? Why don't I have enough money? And anything you type into Google, anything you type into God, anything you type into the universe is going to, because it's only a yes button, it's going to find evidence and files of things to prove that disempowering question. And so oftentimes we only listen to the first part, 
We ask a disempowered question or we ask a question, we get an answer and we believe the answer. What changed for me was I started to question the answers. I didn't stop at just like, hey, why isn't this working or X, Y, and Z? Whatever answer came, I'd say, oh, is that true though? Is that a capital T truth? Is that a fact or is that an opinion? Is that a philosophy? Did I slash the world adopt this philosophy? And if so, do I want to keep this philosophy? Mm. Right? Which instantly gave me my power back because now I'm at choice. And so I start to look at my relationship with money, my relationship with business, my relationship with women, my relationship with myself, my relationship with the, 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 the thought pattern around black people and entrepreneurship. And every answer I got, I questioned the answer and said, is that true for me? It may have been true for my dad. It may have been true for my mom. It may have been true, maybe. But do I want to pass that to my children? Is that working? Do I want my mom and dad's lives? Because if I do, I keep the philosophy. If I don't, I let go of the philosophy. You following me? Yes. This is one of many things that sort of broke things open. But the moment I had that, remember, can't intervene in a world we can't see. I started to intervene because I started to understand the world, the social and historical programming that I received as a child up until that point in adulthood. That is so powerful, super powerful. Thank you for sharing that. You know, and I will definitely look at that book. I always love book uh, suggestions, but it, it's so fascinating. You know, a couple of weeks ago, I was talking with my husband about me questioning if we will ever know the truth. Mm -hmm. Like, is there such a thing as the truth, right? There is no ultimate truth, like your truth. It's not my truth. What we are seeing, what others are experiencing, is that really truth or was that created? So how do you get to that bottom of, you know, I feel like all of us, we are looking for this feeling of safety, right? Yes. I want to feel safe in my environment. I want to feel safe in my job, in my relationship, how can you create this feeling of feeling safe mm -hmm. in the world where everything on the outside feels unsafe? Yep. Yep. <sighs> so what helps me, right? This is big. And you're, the, the line of questioning that you're sitting with is amazing. This is the type of stuff my wife and I also debate and talk about, right? Is there an absolute truth? For me, there is not. Mm -hmm. um, and yet there is in the sense that everything that is occurring is. That's an absolute truth. Isness is occurring. Now, our interpretations of that isness, eight billion interpretations. But is something occurring? Yes. Yeah, that, we can agree on that at some level. Now, um, hmm, I forget your question. I just went off the. Yeah, say it one more time. It's beautiful. Uh, how can we feel safe? How can we, we create that feeling of safety? Here we go. This is what I work with my clients on all the time. One of the biggest distinctions, I believe, for all of us is understanding that just like a car must have a steering wheel, every human that comes onto this planet is pre-wired to look for safety, approval, 
also known as wanting to be liked, loved, and belonging. Because if you like, love, and belong, and I belong, then I'm safe. And if those two things do not feel in our consciousness true, then we lean on control. So we try to control what we eat, what we don't. We try to control what we wear. So we are approved of and we feel safe. We try to control God. We try to control our partners. We try to control the economy, right? All of these things are a way to feel safe. Now, I always have my students and self check in with what's actually true in the moment, mm. right? So the ego mind will tell you that we're going to hell in a handbasket, but what's true now, right? So, uh, and every listener, I want you to check in and find out how many yeses occur. Do you currently have a place to live, right? It's either a yes or a no. Mm -hmm. Do you currently eat? As of the last six months, do you eat every day or do you have the option to eat? Right now, if you desired water to drink, could you get that water? Right? This is, we're checking the list here. Right now, could you be entertained by music, podcasts, uh, movies? Do you have the availability to be entertained? Mm -hmm. Right? I could do this list all day, every day. And most of the time it would be a yes. Cause you live in a Western world where you have an iPhone or some type of contraption to be even listening to a podcast. So the reality is truthfully, like factually, you are actually safe, mm -hmm. right? Now we are, we're always looking for different levels of safety. So there's relational safety, right? Are we, am I safe in this relationship? Can I trust that you're going to not cheat on me? Can I trust that you're going to be my friend, right? And then there's like a financial safety, mm -hmm. which is also an illusion, right? Do, do I have enough money? There is um, relational, financial, um, physical, right? Am I strong enough? Am I safe to walk down this alley, right? Even the chair you're sitting in, your somatic body check to see if the chair was safe right is this stable so that's coming with the car no matter what what makes somebody powerful is being able to decipher and look at the ego's tricks because the ego will say oh well there's a there's a war happening now so we're all going to die the ego will say well there's this this cardiovascular disease that has been named with a c and because that C cardiovascular disease is here, I'm going to die. My grandmother's going to, everybody's going to die. One percent, a 99 percent survival rate. But the mind will tell you, oh, I'm the one percent. Right. So we check in and that check in reminds each and every one of us that we are actually all of our needs are actually met. And if my needs are met, then that's reason to celebrate. So starting going back to your first question of how. I hack into and work on my consciousness in such a way that I experience abundance. I celebrate probably at, and I'm not even joking, probably 50 times a day. I celebrate every day. I, I literally give my somatic body. I give my body, the cells of my body. I give my, every time I let it remember, oh, life is good, perfect, whole, and complete. That's who we are. That's what we are. What I'm experiencing right now is an abundance of air. Oh my God. Yes. And thank you for this air. Oh, what I'm experiencing right now is this beautiful technology, this, this sacred web 
right? Where I get to express the sacred heart through this technology. Oh my God, yes and thank you, right? I'm in such deep, unadulterated gratitude that that becomes a magnet. And it's not, I'm not faking, it's real. If you really tap in and look at your life, you are extremely blessed. So I'll leave that there. Wow. Mic drop. I'm not going to drop this thing, but <laughs> so powerful. It's so powerful because it's so true. Like I was seeing like, where are you going with, with those questions when you started the first one? I was like, yeah, we take so many things for granted. You know, I have some clients who are going through uh, very deep healing and she messaged me today and she was like, I will never, ever take my health for granted ever again. You know, and sometimes we get to experience this contrast to get into the state of appreciation and the energy of celebration. It's such a high energy. There's always something to celebrate. And I love how you, you know, like not only you're saying that, but you're really emotionally involved in that. It's not just like, I can breathe. I have a bed. Like you can say these things. And when there is no emotion, it's like, you can be saying whatever you want to be saying, but yeah. being really invested in emotionally appreciating and include your body, like your body was moving, you know, so <laughs> bringing it all together, it's so powerful. And I love that because it's something that we can do like right now check in with yourself and start celebrating. What can you celebrate? And like you said, like we can have nine things going on amazingly in our life. One thing will be screwed or the way we don't want it. We want it different and we will be focusing on that. Correct. Go back to those nine things. Go back Correct. to those two things, whatever it's going on right in your life. And remember the feeling behind that. Um, one thing before we'll be wrapping this up, because I know that's a topic that we can go on hours and hours and hours and something you said, and I absolutely love it. And I want to go a little bit deeper in it. When you said the financial safety, it's an illusion. Can you please unpack it just a little bit? Because I think it's super important for the listeners to hear this. Yeah. So oftentimes clients will come to me as well and they'll say, I just want to be financially free. Mm -hmm. And I will explain to them that that is an oxymoron because if I need finances to be free, then I am not free. Mm. The moment I, am, I need and I want, I have to have this thing, that thing owns me, not the other way around. And so the illusion of financial freedom is actually bull crap. Mm -hmm. It's the other way around, right? I tell my clients all the time, there's only two games ever, ever, ever happening. The outside in game, which says my butt, my uh, biceps, my car, what's in my bank account, how many likes, how many comments, what I'm getting here, here and here when my partner validates me like this. When those things are in place, then I feel good. Mm. Then I'm worthy. Then I'm strong. Then I'm powerful. When those things are not in place, then I feel unworthy and I'm operating from toxic shame. That's one game. The other game is the inside out game where I declare, claim, and accept that I am perfect, whole, and complete. Mm. 
I am a unique emanation of the most high, whatever you call that thing, Buddha, Krishna, Allah, Jesus, source, divine intelligence, the thing that is orchestrating beyond your current understanding. I am connected to that, a vibration of it, whatever you want to call that, I am that. Mm -hmm. So when I see a beautiful rainbow, I am that. When I see a, a cute puppy playing, I am that. When I see a baby in their magic, I am that too, because this is true for me. The God I serve has never made a mistake. Mm -hmm. There is no place where it isn't. And for me, I'm taking this deep and, and some of you may, this may not be your truth, but I'm just going to let you in on my philosophy. For me, the universe, God, source, divine intelligence is only a yes button. Whatever you desire, it says yes. You want to experience hell on earth forever. It says yes. Because there's only one power, not two. One power. Hitler used the power. Gandhi used the power. One power. And the power will never inter intercede or intervene. The power says yes. So it's on us to tap into the power, which is already inside of us. That's where we get messed up. We think it's out there. It's not. Right? So those two games, I'll say it all the time. Which game are you playing? Oh, got me again. Okay. Okay. I'm playing the outside in game. Okay. Let's bring it. Let's bring it to the inside. What's true for here. Right? You've had how many breakdowns, how many breakups, how much rejection have you experienced in your life? And it was all of it a redirection. I'll tell you this one quick story. There was a woman named Katrina that I was obsessed with. I thought she was the one. And I begged and I pleaded and I was, I was telling God, this is it, God, this is it. And she left and she broke my heart. And I'm so grateful that she did. Because left to my, the ego mind wanted it a particular way. Oh, this is it. I'm trying to tell God, hey, let me control you. Hey, this is it, right? You can stop. You can stop. This is it. The universe understood what was needed and what was necessary. The universe got my higher self. What my higher self was putting out there, the universe got. My personality, right, wanted Katrina. My higher self, my soul, understood that it was not her. She was a setup. It broke my heart and then fixed my vision. And in fixing my vision, I called in and attracted Alexi. How did I do that? I fell in love with me. How did I end up falling in love with me? Because I took six months off to recoup and regather myself from the heartbreak of giving Katrina all of my power. All of you right now are sitting in one of those. At some level, you were so clear and you tried to tell God or the universe or whatever you got, this is it. Well, maybe it is. It is it. It's it for now. But you don't understand what's moving ahead of you. That's why I say all the time, you don't have to know. You just have to know the knower. You don't have to, you don't have to figure it out. It's already done. You just got to tap into that part of you that knows. And then it's done. Wow. Love it. No more micromanaging God and universe. It's, it's, it's so fascinating, you know, when we are trying to like, 
okay, let me manage it because I know what is the best for me. Oh, yes. really? Really? Do you? Like, imagine if we have to like manage the sun and the tides and, and the ocean and all of these things. That. I don't want to do that. And if there is a power bigger that it's managing that, please help me with my life. Mm-hmm. Wow. Preston, this is so beautiful and so amazing. And I could be sitting here with you hours and hours and hours and your wisdom. It's so deep and it's moving. It's moving people. It's moving communities. It's moving this world. Mm. So one last question for the person who is listening right now, and she's still feeling that she's not living her purpose. Mm-hmm. What is the one thing you want her to know? I want her to know that she cannot be off of her purpose. Every part of this journey is a part of this journey. Every tree, every leaf that's in the forest is the forest. So if you are in a relationship that's challenging, fantastic. That's a part of your journey. If you're in a job that you currently, your personality does not like, that's a part of your purpose. If you're doing something that you in your personality think is out of alignment, that's a part of your purpose. Even if a part of your purpose is to learn to say no to the good so you can say yes to the great. You can't be off of it. So you get to celebrate that one, two. You get to ask yourself powerful questions. Like what good is here? that I presently cannot see. You get to lean in, look at, explore, and celebrate the magic that has occurred. There's a lot that has been orchestrated behind on your behalf that's got you to the point where you are today. So, yeah, what I want you to know is we live in a patriarchal society that is set up for you to hate yourself. Men have a lot to deal with, but women have a lot more, in my opinion. And it's because from the very start of your life, more than likely you were born into a belief and interpretation that you're supposed to be a particular type of way. And so uh, there's a party that feels like you're fighting against an identity, right? This is what a good girl looks like. This is what a good wife looks like. This is what a, you know, a humble servant looks like. You get to craft that. This is your life, not your parents, not the church, not societies. This is your life and you get to rewrite the script. All of those things are perfect because they got you here and, and you know, and you can't unknow. So blessings and blessings. Congratulations on your journey. I'll see you slash be with you at some level throughout this whole thing. Mm, thank you so much, Preston. For those who cannot get enough of you like me, what is the best place to connect with you online? I know I connected with you on Instagram, but is there any other favorite place that you love connecting and inspiring people? YouTube is my new favorite toy right now. So I'm spending a lot of time there um, and building that out. But inst- between Instagram and YouTube, you'll find me and I'll always have something up. I probably am a little more personal in you in, in Instagram. So you get more of a, the family stuff and I throw a little stuff in there. So yeah, I'm around. 
Beautiful. I love seeing you and your family. So thank you so much. Much love to Alexi, your beautiful family, and to all of your endeavors that you're in. Thank you for today and everything you're creating. Absolutely. Thank you so much. <laughs>